1: Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live Fame weekdays, three o'clock on channel five. She's sitting in for Donna Valentine today. Hello, Elizabeth.
0: Hello, friends. Nice to be with you. Thank you for having me. I'm thoroughly enjoying my my experience on the Donna and Steve experience.
1: And then you'll go right into Twin Cities live things right after this. Your day yeah, just I'm fills gonna, right I, up.
0: I'm moving in a shaking today. I got a lot going on.
1: I uh I'm going to go clang and bang today. I'm uh, I'm going to clang and bang this afternoon. Pretty pumped about that.
0: I'm going to go check out the new restaurant at the Four Seasons this evening, too. Oh, the the Gavin Kaysen restaurant. Yeah, this is Gavin's new restaurant. This is a big deal. You know, it's first five-star hotel to be in the Twin Cities in, like, two decades. Interestingly, on the same spot, in the same location that the last five-star hotel What was the last one? I don't know, I can't remember, but I was just talking to a friend of mine about this last week um because he he poked his head in and got to see Gavin's new restaurant. But you know, anything Gavin's got his name on, it's like star power and I'm loving I'm loving these really fantastic Twin Cities chefs getting spots at big hotels like ann kim's restaurant kindred hearth which is mm-hmm. in the omni hotel right which is right near the vikings you know training facility over there in egan on the egan mendota heights border it is um th- that restaurant's fantastic it's unbelievable mm. it's so good so i i think what's the name like of the gavin's new
1: work. spot this one at the four seasons it's
0: mara it's spelled m-a-r-a it's called mara i really i honestly don't know anything about the food or about what what they're going to be creating but um who doesn't like a Four Seasons? Great. Great. You want to pop by the Four Seasons? Love to. Thanks.
1: The only Four Seasons I've ever been to was is the one in Beverly Hills. And that's Ooh. where all these movie junkets would take place. Yeah. So nine times out of ten, if you had a junket where you were going to interview the cast of a movie, they set up shop in these hotel rooms at the Four Seasons. And I just remember it was it was just so lovely. The people there, anytime you had to ask a question about where you were going... They were so helpful and just yeah. really first-class customer service, which we all know is a dying art. Good That's customer they service.
0: That's why get five stars. Oh, yeah, boy, so, well, they earn it. Um- Kristen Hobrick, our Twin Cities Live reporter, today coming up this afternoon at three o'clock, shameless plug, great television show, TCL. <laughs> um, she's getting a first look inside the four seasons. So we'll get great. and we'll and I'm gonna go visit Gavin and do a little cooking with Gavin coming up, I think, next week. So you'll get to see that coming up here on Twin Cities Live, too. But today to get a look inside the four seasons. And there's some really cool there's you'll love it, Steve, because she was talking about it this morning in our meeting and she said there's some really cool features, like instead of a do not disturb sign that you put outside, mm-hmm. there's there's like a button you push on the inside of your right. door. There's just like and of course, Kristen, like digs up some of those neat things that will be like, oh, yeah. wow. So you can watch for that today. I think you'll like it.
1: Oh, I think that's fantastic. Uh, anyway, well, and then you'll be talking about that tomorrow. The new restaurant is uh, called Mara. When is it officially yeah. open to the public? Well, you know June that?
0: is when the when um, I think you can make reservations for the for the resort, and then I think the rest the restaurants got to open here pretty quick. I mean, they're doing like a media night tonight, so I'm gonna zip over there and get a little uh, firsthand look.
1: I'm seeing uh, that you can get you know like an average of about five hundred and twenty eight bucks for a night at the old Four Seasons.
0: Yeah, that's you know, but the. I just looked at um rates to stay at the JW Marriott at Mall of America recently. Yes. Six hundred bucks a night there. Whoa. I mean, yeah.
1: Right, the now, Omni
0: was two thirty four in case you wanna know.
1: Now I'm seeing four hundred and twenty on hotels dot com. Yeah. You know, anyway, but it's when you deal, think though. about it, big deal.
0: it's fun. If you wanna do a staycation or something, you wanna do one night, it's certainly cheaper than getting on a plane and going somewhere yeah i think i love this idea of like beautiful places that you can go and stay and if I, if people are saying like downtown is dead i don't then you just haven't been to downtown lately because we right. drove through jay works downtown so he's there all the time yeah It's hopping, it's hopping with hot people. They're everywhere, Uh smoking hot people walking their adorable dogs, wearing like super cool outfits, just like schlepping from one sweet spot to the next. That is what's happening downtown. It's really, and traffic is a nightmare. Okay, don't say that about what's going on down there.
1: (laughs) Well, I got to tell you, I'm looking at some uh, some pictures. I don't know what's a picture and what's concept art. But it looks really cool. They've got a pool situation that is really great because it's like a rooftop pool. So you got and a it's view. Outside. It's outside. And they have an indoor pool as well at the Four Seasons. Um, <gasps> but it looks like a rooftop sort of a situation. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Fun. Let me take that back because now I'm seeing a wide view of the Four Seasons. It looks like it's... It's a mini rooftop, so the building itself probably goes up. Just say with me, it goes up like. Listen, the the Four Seasons uh, Minneapolis goes up mm, maybe seventeen floors or something like that. On what it looks like about the fourth floor, it sort of jettisons out from the building, and that is now Mm -hmm. its own thing. So you are on the top of that portion of the building, but only like three stories up. It is not a rooftop pool like on the. You know, 17th floor, I don't think.
0: Find we yourself, stayed at guys. a Four Seasons for our honeymoon in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing and beautiful. And we met a couple there where they go. They would go to a different Four Seasons. They were there for, like, their 15th anniversary. And they would go to a different Four Seasons for every oh. anniversary. Um, and they would do they they had gone to tons of them and then like their big anniversaries they would do bigger trips like mm-hmm. you know it was their 15th or whatever so they went to Costa Rica but they would just do a night at like the one in Chicago a night at the one you know wherever and that was their thing I thought that was a nice That's a that cute was a really theme. lovely tradition yeah it's and you theme. got that theme and then you kind of look forward to it and it becomes like a place where you build memories and you wear your fancy pants
1: you know where I went on my honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> we went on a carnival cruise And, you know, one of the things that I remember most about that Carnival cruise.
0: I don't know anything about a Carnival cruise.
1: Well, I prefer other cruise lines, but Carnival was in our budget. And so we went on Carnival. Uh, There was a fro-yo machine there that every night we would meander up at the end of the night. And it would be about 11 o'clock at night. We had just seen a show on the ship. And then we'd go up there and we would get frozen yogurt. And we're like, look at us, married, eating frozen yogurt late at night, living on water.
0: You were children when you were Unlo- 21. Like you we were, were a child. Yes. You were 100%. Yeah, my parents that had to come free- as our
1: chaperones. They were our chaperones. Yeah, yeah unlimited
0: frozen yogurt was like you were <laughs> living. You were living. It felt so That good. is true, though. That does sound luxurious. I mean, oh. I, I see a soft serve machine in any sort of like unlimited capacity, and there is real joy that, that is, comes along with so just true. like. The swirl and then the toppings. And I'm choosing I'm how much I can that.
1: fit on this cone. Is that a dare? <laughs> I'll put scaffolding around it. We'll keep going. We and you go. don't
0: even have to weigh it and pay for it. No. There's got to be some shame with that. Yeah. You know? yeah, I don't Those like kind the of weighing. places still exist they do. They weigh yeah. your The yogurt? pink
1: berries of the world. And yeah,
0: they, and then they're like, "Wow, you're a six, yeah. you, you're All right, a we've six got you bucks. down for
1: the tubby, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, I'm fine. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we will actually get into the Obi Wan conversation. Uh, you watched it, right, Elizabeth?
0: You- oh, obviously.
1: Okay, and uh, we we did episode one of it last night on Disney Plus. So we'll give you our thoughts on that when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. What's up? Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. Happy Tuesday to you. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is filling in for Donna Valentine. Today, Rocco Bonello is our producer extraordinaire, and he goes by the pen name DJ Roclox. Yeah. I was telling a story. I forget. I was telling one of my kids a story last night um, about something on the radio. I forget forget what it was, but I said, well, you know, and this person I work with, and then my son, my nine-year-old said... The lobster guy? <laughs> uh, Libby, you don't know that DJ Rock Lobster, he has taken on this name, this persona. It's great. People come up to him and give him lobster things. They send him lobster paraphernalia that he should buy. At the no Pride way. Parade, we're working on having him in a full lobster costume, which we yes. think is going to be great. But, yeah, I we hope think- you don't
0: have a shellfish allergy or anything. No.
1: And no, I just
2: recently, I uh, lined up a little trip to the Hamptons uh, coming up, so uh, I'm going to have to lobster
1: roll it up. Wait a second. You gotta,
0: yes, <laughs> you got to roll in lobster.
1: Wait a minute. This is really screwing up our, our Obi-Wan talk. Oh, Look, yes. Briefly. Which,
2: by the way, no, we have not followed the grid one time on this show today. No, which, this is how Which it is fine.
1: I actually said to Elizabeth this morning, I said, we got this whole thing. She was like, you need me to put anything in there? I was like, you know what? It's pretty filled up. And in my experience, when we do this show together, it's rare that we stick to it. Now, when Professor Dumbledore comes back, Donador, (laughs) we're on task. It is to talk about this and this, and then she, you know, gets mad at me if we don't talk about that thing. And so, yeah, we've really bumped some things around. But wait. Yes. Next week, I might be going to New York next week while I'm walking here. You are going to New York. There's a chance that we could see each other in New York, but are you extending your, are you going yes. to the Hamptons so, next week? Yeah.
2: What? Well, so where um, are you going? Well, I'll tell you what. So um, uh, we're going to, a handful of us here from the Hubbard Broadcasting are going to New York for the Radio Mercury Awards. Oh. Uh, I was up for one last year, and my cohort at KS95 Gym is up for one this year. So they're flying us out there for that, not on the private jet, I'll have you know, commercial. Oh, But usually when uh, this has happened in the past, I usually call up my New York buddies and I'm like, hey, what's up? You going to be around? I I got this free flight, that courtesy of work. You know, maybe we can hang out. So sure enough, my buddy's like, "You, I will be in town, but I'm going to my place in the Hamptons. Oh,
0: I love this friend. Mm. Yeah, oh, I exactly. I love this friend. So, so what does
2: he do for a living? He's in like, you know. Finance? Exactly. Oh, uh, he's yeah, a so Wall Street. He's in
0: finance. Yes. So he's going to buy all of your lobsters. So right, where in yes. Hamptons
2: is it? I'm not even sure. I'm just so long for the South ride. Southampton? Wow. East Hampton? Find, are you heading I, up
0: to Montauk? Wow, see, going? all these
2: questions, I don't know. I'll have to find out. This but now I gonna find out great. Stevie Boy's going to be there, so I'm like, hey, hook me up with Kelly and Ryan. But he yeah. says... Uh,
1: yeah, you might be coming in on just the wrong day. It yeah, might be Friday tricky with the schedule, and so we'll have to see if we can get it all figure it out. I don't know. We'll and stay Steve open. And Steve likes
0: to keep, he keeps Kelly and Ryan as his own friends. Oh, know? I know. And I get it. I do, I ask every time he goes, did anybody ask about me? And, <laughs> I And then said, he'll be like, and then he'll be like, and then later he's like, oh, actually, yes, Michael and Lori were asking all about you. That
1: is, first of all, the last time I gave her a report of New York, and when I was at a very <laughs> fancy invite-only dinner from executive producer Michael Gelman at the Italian restaurant Chivo Avino, where I got the cavallari al funghi, oh, I dude. said, one of the first questions he asked was, how is your co-host doing? And I yeah. said, terrible. She broke her <laughs> ankle. She's in she's a shell of her, herself.
0: She I was.
1: And, and then he said, did they find a co-host yet? And I said, Michael, what do you think? Of course not. They haven't found someone to replace me yet. Now, it'll be a bummer if I do go out there next week to hang out with him. Uh, I'll have to update him on what happened, which is that you guys hired one of the most handsome men in the Twin Cities who is ridiculously muscular. When Ben Lieber and I went to coffee a couple weeks ago, as we, once I saw him, I was like, oh, gosh, this is a bummer <laughs> for me. Then we talk. We have a great talk. It's all good. We walk outside, and I was just like, I have to talk to him about his body. And I said, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I felt compelled. And I just said, what are you doing? How often are you working out? What's going on? And he's a
0: former Minnesota Viking. For those who don't know, he's a for, you know he's former, a former linebacker. Linebacker. He looks very different in his linebacker days than he does in his you know retirement dad days. He
1: was thicker then. He was put you know they have you put on a lot more weight. He is really yeah. ch- l- l- low body fat now, but still super muscular. And he said, I mean, I would have hit him. I wanted to will slap <laughs> this guy, Will Smith, this guy when he said all I do is push ups. <laughs> And, like, pull-ups and crunches. And, it, it, like, your body should atrophy if you're not... He... You have to clanging bang hard, hard for a long time to get there. So the fact that he's been out of the NFL as long as he has, and his muscle situation is still the way it is, especially... And then when you guys brought him out on Twin Cities Live on Friday, and he went, well, listen up, brother, and he turned to the side, and I was like, look at those... Pythons, Rocco, have you seen Ben Leaver's biceps? And not
2: really, no, but now oh. that he's going to be a co-worker of ours, I'm going to check him yeah.
0: out.
1: I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: He's it. He's bumped- on Twin Cities Live coming up in just a few weeks. It's very exciting. Um but, is
2: there any listen, chance we so could many... get him to host this show from nine to noon? Cool at Rocco. We're kinda of always looking for the next big thing.
1: Rocco, I'm sorry, sorry. I left. I'm here. I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to Okay. <laughs> anyway, Rocco's gonna be in New York <laughs> in the Hamptons and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, that is very
0: that's very funny. Your
1: thoughts on uh, Obi Wan, the oh. new Disney Plus show, I love it. Elizabeth.
0: I love it so much. Um, I have watched the first two episodes, which are oh, out great. now on okay. Disney+. The first episode is longer than the second episode. So um, this is the series Obi-Wan Kenobi. So to give you it, what it does, what I thought they did a really good job of at the beginning, because totally. you know I love Star Wars, and I, I have watched every Star Wars thing out there now since I had children, um, is that... They do a really good job with their recap because sometimes it's kind of hard to remember. Like, wait, where are we in this time Mm -hmm. and what's happening? And I think they're doing a better and better job of these, like, extensive recaps. So you watch it and you go, okay, all right, now I'm like, I remember kind of where. And now I understand at what time and place are we when this story's going to begin here. Well,
1: and this recap even included a bunch of old clips from the movies that Ewan McGregor was in. With yes. like the Phantom Menace and all of that. And so, yeah, I thought they did a wonderful job of that.
0: I love it. And I think it is so good. My kids are so into it. Mm-hmm. And um, it is, so Luke and Leah are 10 years old in this storyline. And you learn that very quickly. So I'm not spoiling anything. But Luke yeah. and Leia are 10 years old. And so it is what's happening with them right now. And it is um, just, it's so good. I, it's just so good. I love Star Wars. It's just very fun. And even the bad stuff, even like the people who complain about the bad stuff, I like it. Like Jar Jar Binks, I thought he was kind of entertaining. Yeah, kind Whatever. Of... I don't know. It's not that bad.
1: I love anything that takes you away to a distant world, too, where it feels really uh, uh, fantasy, sci-fi. It's just fun from an an imaginative standpoint. It's fun to go there and then for them to set that scene. I am so impressed that you not only took a liking to it that you tried it but then that you know so much about it too you could host a ted talk on this stuff right now you're so into it i in don't think so i
0: really have to impressive. ask questions but it's very good it's good you got to remember all the things but um but it's just good and ewan mcgregor is so good and I just love how they pick up these little characters and make them big. It's yeah. great stuff.
1: Uh, check it out. Disney Plus, Episode 1 and 2, out now. Uh, we'll be right back.
2: What's up, guys? Hey, it's Steve.
1: Steve. Welcome back. Don and Steve Show, My Talk one oh seven one. Hey, uh, My Talk One oh seven one is celebrating Pride Month with a Lori and Julia live broadcast presented by David with First Equity. It's going to be happening Wednesday, June 8th at Lush. You can join them for their broadcast from 3 until 6. And then stick around when Lori and Julia host Celebrity Bingo. It's going to be all sorts of fun. Learn uh, more at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, pride. Donna Valentine is out today. We have Elizabeth Reese in. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is on the other side of the glass. He clumps any clumps. Clump in. You know what I was just thinking? Uh, we were talking about the Star Wars Obi-Wan. Really fun. It's now on Disney+. Also, Disney+, Plus. it seems, I think, they're shifting, and they're going back to Friday as their release day. Because yeah. these episodes came out on Friday, which was the thing. When The Mandalorian first came out, it was Friday nights, mm-hmm. and I loved it. It felt like TGIF in a modern way, where it was like... The, we, we always do it.
0: Friday night movie night with the kids.
1: Well, now, what they, they switched to when Loki, the show Loki, came out, they switched to a Wednesday release. And they had their biggest premiere ever, and then they said, moving forward, their release day would be on Wednesday. So then for a while, it was Wednesday, but it seems like they shifted back to Friday, which I hope they stick with, because, I don't know, it gives me shades of late 80s, early 90s, <laughs> excuse me, grown up with TGIF. So uh, I'll stick around to see if that continues. But I have declared this, Elizabeth, it will surprise you that I have declared this the summer of something. Because everything oh, in my geez. life needs a title and a theme. We'll get to Cleanse Day weathering. Wednesday, which comes up tomorrow in a moment. But <laughs> oh my I have declared this the summer of movies. And this is going... I just We've been out of the theater for so long. I just took my kids to the movie theater for the first time over Christmas. And prior to that, we hadn't gone in pretty much two years. And so the idea that now uh, we can all be together in theaters again, I just think in the summertime... When you go in and watch a movie and the air conditioning's in there and it was hot outside and then you come back out afterwards and if you see like a matinee and the sun is still out, <laughs> there's still time to play outside. Excuse me. Still time to play outside. You're greeted by the warm air. You've kind of been chilled in there. Maybe you watched the new Jurassic Park movie or an animated movie. I just want to get in a rhythm where, and this is, I would like to go to the movie theater Once a week, if possible, with the kids, or even just date night with Lou and I. I just want to make it the summer of movies. So when I told this to Lou, this idea hits me. I see a Jurassic Park ad online, and I was like, in my head, I planned everything that I just told you. And then I walked over to Lou, who's sitting there drinking her coffee, and Mm -hmm. I said, Lou, do you know what this is going to be the summer of? And And she went, oh, Without blinking, she said... The summer of you picking up your socks. Like a, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, and I looked out, and there were socks on the floor to her. You know, uh, to a point. She's good. But she's good. It was like eight in the morning. It was seven thirty probably, and I was thinking, no, the summer of movies, not of picking up my socks. But anyway, I'm trying to get the the team rallied, and I kind of want to start looking like. Is there a movie I could sneak some kids out to tonight? Sonic the Hedgehog. Is in theaters. So I need to get one on the books this week. Because we saw Top Gun Maverick last week. Rocco, Donna, and I. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So fun. So So fun. fun. Oh, my gosh. i got to see that. I'll give you a Star Wars reference that a listener gave us last week. And it is just spot on. Is this a new, fresh take? Does the storyline take you in unexpected places? Absolutely not. But it's very similar to what The Force Awakens was for Star Wars, which a lot of people watch that, and I loved it. That's probably my favorite Star Wars movie ever, Yeah, but a lot of people said it's similar in formula to A New Hope, the first movie that came out. And there is truth to that. And in the same way, Top Gun Maverick is like The Force Awakens is to Star Wars. That's what Maverick is to the original Top Gun. A lot of callbacks, You you get a sense of which character is going to go which direction, but I think there's a there's a welcoming element to that where you feel comfortable and they updated it so well the music is great the the cinematography is fantastic these come on rocker the fighter jet scenes yeah are next level
2: and they just look real there's no cgi they, I, I feel oh, like they're yeah. really flying in these planes i think that's they fun are.
0: that's fun to see on the big screen it's yeah. you know i'm just still in this hard spot because i've got an 18 month old like i can't Nightmare. pay a babysitter so that i pay to go see a movie it's just not happening like i can't do it because i've got a pretty big tv at home in fact Humble you brag. know
2: yeah for coffee machine costs that much imagine how much your tv costs <laughs> oh my
1: gosh i can only imagine you like there's up.
0: more there's more in the coffee machine than there is okay. into the tv i'll yeah. tell you that but you know that just gets it's like a little bit tough and i can't Handle that little tiny human at a movie theater. He's a wild man. He can't go to a movie theater. He's 19 months old.
1: I'm thinking we might be able to take Dev to his first movie. Uh, Maybe like Sonic the Hedgehog. But that would be a real roll of the dice. When you bring, Dev is two and a half. And by the way, has suddenly just turned psychotic. He's nuts. They bait and switch you so hard. Oh my gosh. He is very, very sweet. And like has led with sweetness and the softness. And then he really, he's probably the most, well eh, no Adeline was psycho, but he has really turned on tantrums, sudden burst of just yelling and screaming. And when people yeah. say it's like living with an addict, that is a useful way to make sense of it. Cause we are, we're happy one minute. We're crying the next minute. There's yelling, prolonged periods of just looking off in the distance. And then in a little more yelling. He, I he went through that with Franklin. Us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right it's
0: tough. Yeah. There were times where there were times with Franklin when I was like, he's the meanest person to me. I've never encountered someone meaner <laughs> to me than this <laughs> tiny human. Like, what is happening here? And then he turned four and all was right with the world. You got a year and a half. You got yeah. a year and a half of some unpredictability and um and just getting beaten down into the ground. And then I think you're gonna be on the other side. And I'm I'm in the sweet spot right now, but I know it's coming. It'll come, it'll yeah. happen.
1: Well, I think, too, So to that end, if you take a a two-and-a-half-year-old to a movie theater, you just need to, you know, you and I always say life is about expectations. And so if you drop them to the ground, then if, in fact, he blows up midway through or starts running around and you've had to redirect him too many times and now he's disruptive, then you just have to know there's an eject seat on this and I will leave if I need to leave. But then we could say that we tried it. That's
0: Um, hard, though. And you got a lot of other people and you got the whole thing. I don't, I'm not rolling the dice with (laughs) a movie theater. I don't
1: know. Anyway, but uh, Sonic is out, so maybe that'll be the movie. Also, Austin Butler in this Elvis movie. I watched him on CBS Sunday morning. Yeah. He is sitting there, and I think he's a former Nickelodeon or Disney star. That yeah. was how he came up. You're right. Yeah. First, first of all, they were showing scenes from this movie Elvis. Is that what it's called, Rocco? I believe so, just Elvis. Yeah. yeah. They were showing scenes from it. I, couldn't, I could not tell if they were showing the old footage of Elvis or if they were showing me Austin Butler as Elvis. So they, they they really nailed the look. But I think from a performance standpoint, he auditioned with the song um, oh, Unchained Melody. Mm-hmm. And that was what won uh, Baz Luhrmann or Boz Luhrmann. That's what won him over. And he was like, that's the guy. We need to go after this guy. So he had sent in this audition tape singing that after Austin Butler had lost his mother, And so he said, I sang to my mother and Elvis also lost his mother. I believe at the age of, they both lost their mother at the age of 23. So they had that in common. He sings a song, gets it. He's sitting there and he's doing this interview, Austin Butler. And I just were at the end of it as he was leaned back in his chair had his legs crossed and just looked really at ease. And he's a very handsome guy. Obviously he was giving me some Brad Pitt vibes, actually a little bit of a Brad Pitt look to him and A Brad Pitt cool factor and I thought this guy is going to be a movie star like we I think we will listen back to this audio as we're all kind of like Austin Butler who we will listen Mm -hmm. back to this in five or ten years and it will seem laughable because I think he is about to go on a rocket ship He's just... You should
0: put a calendar reminder in your phone in five <laughs> years so to listen back to this very moment, Yes, 1138 a.m., Yes, My Talk 1071, dig it up out of the archives. I know that you keep a recording of every single radio broadcast of yourself, and then you make everyone listen to them at your house. When I get and home. On yeah. the weekends, you do all it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you could go back and you could say, Wouldn't that be you something? could laugh at yourself.
1: Oh, man. Maybe I should do it. Hey, real quick, we can squeeze yeah. in tree talk. Um, I planted six Brilliant. trees over the weekend. Thank you for asking. Six. Wow. Six, six trees. Uh, uh, four quaking Steve's aspen.
2: trees. See talks see. close our <laughs> eyes. There
1: you go. <laughs> Forgot about that. That's very good. Uh, anyway, four quaking aspen, which are, after they turn about three years old, Elizabeth, their trunk goes from gray to similar to a paper birch, a white tree trunk which is beautiful so striking so now let me explain the back the back of my backyard okay i can't wait i've been waiting
0: to know about
1: it the oral description i almost took a picture this morning i thought i'll just describe it to her uh we (laughs) moved into a new development area so nobody has mature trees except for the the houses down the street who have been there for 20 years so i'm planting them okay yeah here's what we have from left to right you've
0: had a tree drama for years
1: from left to right we go Hybrid poplar, uh-huh. quaking aspen, ostrich okay. willow, quaking aspirin, oh. hybrid Whoa. poplar, quaking aspirin, aspen, ostrich willow, quaking aspirin, aspen! Oh my God! Hybrid <laughs> poplar. Let's How head. long do we have to do this? There are nine trees now that I have planted to to create a fo- essentially a forest style barrier. A forest. In- instead of doing it in a way where you could have. One tree in one corner of your yard and another about 30 feet over. I have bunched the trees together so that they grow like they do in a forest and create an opaque wall, coziness it's to the, the yard. It's the great wall
0: of trees. The great right. wall
1: of trees. And, uh, and, and a landscaper would be like, no, from a design standpoint, you want to have this here and balance it over here. I'm going for, I want privacy. My favorite yards that I've ever seen are the ones that are have a living fence, lined with trees all around, hang out with your neighbors in the front, not in the back. And I love the coziness of that. And then it feels like this protected little family space. So now i got nine trees there Uh, in total. If you count the Arborvitae as well in our backyard, we now have 24 trees planted. River birch, a clump river birch, the Arborvitae. we got a whole whole thing that's going on here. Um, But what I learned is when you plant, Trees close to each other. Landscapers say space them out because they want them to fully be able to grow. Two things I learned and then we'll go. When you plant them close to each other, um, first of all, their roots will communicate with each other and connect with each other. They will share resources. They will share water. They will share nutrients. Mm. And the guy said, listen, landscapers will tell you one thing. And from a design standpoint, they certainly make valid points. However, too often maybe we over curate our space and instead... Let them communicate like they would in a forest or a jungle, which is close to each other. Also, trees will grow higher quicker if they are close to one another because they're actually fighting for sunlight. So they race up vertically, whereas if they are really spaced out, then they can grow out. The only downfall is sometimes when trees go and grow in close to each other, if one gets a disease, it could communicate that disease to the other. And sometimes if you've ever seen trees bunched together, like in a forest, uh, you will see one side of a tree that is growing into the other side. They essentially meld into the same tree. Even if they're different breeds of tree, They they you can't tell where one stops and the other starts. So worst case scenario, if in three years I'm like, oh, darn it, this is a little too close, then I can chop a couple trees down. But let that be three years from now, Steve's problem, and not today. Today, I'm a dreamer. I've done unbelievable things for the earth by planting all these trees. If you're breathing better today, <laughs> that's no accident. <laughs> In the Southwest <laughs> bum-binge 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 right, means... Is
0: this how you feel when I talk about, like, Red Dye 40? Yes. And GMOs? Yes. <laughs> Compliment, like, acceptor. And, like, when is this ending?
1: <laughs> <sighs> when we come back, probably Jeez, the phones will probably be I ringing. I earned
0: my paycheck today
1: with that. Uh, If anybody <laughs> really wants that to call that, in like and that. talk trees, 651 <laughs> Oh, but Elizabeth, we have something else exciting to tell you. I wish what? I could tell you that tomorrow is Wednesday. But not on the Don and Steve experience. It's cleanse day. We'll explain, Rocco. hope you didn't forget. That next on Don and Steve. Hey, welcome back. It's Don and Steve. My Talk 1071 where talk is fun. Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Uh, Donna Valentine is uh, coming back from a little extended Memorial Day weekend. She'll return tomorrow. But Elizabeth Reese hanging out with us today before she goes and hosts Twin Cities Live. Today at 3 o'clock, here's the old pop quiz. Do you remember, you had a morning meeting this morning. Do you remember anything that's coming up on the show today? Or have we scrambled your brain effectively?
0: No, I do remember. Do. We're getting a look inside the new Four Seasons Oh, that's right. That's right. Minneapolis,
1: yes, Which that's is right. going to
0: be awesome. That's I can't gonna be so wait cool. to see it. And then um, we're doing some grilling with some burgers and beers outside. Oh, and we're getting a look inside the new um, Larissa Loden store. So Larissa's a jewelry designer and she bought this old building on Marshall and St. Paul and I've been I drive past it every day and wow. I've been watching the progress and the progress and the progress um and she moved her whole jewelry design studio there and she has a super cute boutique Yeah my oh, wife and we're loves doing her summer stuff. toys. No, oh, she does. Her stuff yeah. is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a really good um, destination. Have you been over there yet, Rocco? To the no, store? we've been meeting to.
2: We've been busy. But yeah. yeah, she loves that place. And she used to go to her other place in Northeast, I think. So she, we're excited yeah, that she it's close to she Yeah,
0: she had a studio space there. And then now what's cool about her store is that it's not just, um, it's not just her jewelry. She's curated a really great collection of other gifts, too. It'd mm-hmm. be a good spot to stop for a teacher gift, too. Listen, oh, these yeah. kids are getting out of school. You gotta get the teachers nice a little something, something.
1: Yeah, my 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 wife just got um Yeti, big Yeti mugs for the teachers.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good gift idea.
1: Yeah, she got Yeti and we have we have uh teachers across the street and teachers beside us. We've teachers all over on the street where we live. And so a few weeks ago we were out on their patio and she said, What's a what's a good teacher gift? What do you like? What do you what do you have too much of? And so, yeah. uh, and then when she said Yeti, they they met that with approval. they were like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. get them a Yeti. Sure, that'd be that'd be great." Um, by the way, don't I was forget,
0: thinking I was going to go straight Target gift card, straight Target
1: gift. card. When we talked about gift cards, we said that that gift card works for everyone. That was what we honed in yeah. on. Was if you're going to get a gift card, get a Target gift card because everybody mm-hmm. at some point is going to be there. Don't forget, you can uh, check out Listener Rewards. We talk about all these fun things and gifts we give them away. One more day, you can register today in our listener rewards for what we've got up for grabs in May, including tickets to see comedian Liza Schlesinger at Mystic Showroom. We've got a set of AirPods, gift cards to Dun Brothers Coffee, gift cards to Ever Eve. These prizes and more up for grabs, Ooh. uh, in our listener rewards. You can see it on the app or at mytalk1071.com. Uh, Rocco, you're, uh, you're going to be needed here because We, you, me, and Donna, in theory, if she remembers, will be partaking in, we start the June movement tomorrow, which is we're abolishing Wednesday, (laughs) replacing it with cleanse day.
0: Cleanse day. Now,
1: I tried years ago over at Twin Cities Live, to before I was dismissed, I tried to launch Raw Food Wednesday, and I thought Elizabeth is going to love this. And you didn't because, I don't know, it was too gimmicky or whatever. <laughs> I was like, what if we all just ate raw food, like carrots and, and lettuce and stuff, on Wednesday? That didn't take off. All these years later now, we try Cleanse Day. This is from the cleanse recipe that I did a couple weeks ago from net or com. <laughs> I don't know. but That it,
0: name stresses me out.
1: I'm not saying it's a great name. and uh, it's But I... I think that I, I was able to flush out a lot of, like, excess water weight, and just sort of some stuff that hangs on there. Probably peed 20 times that day, drank a lot of water. And then you make okay. one big smoothie. So here was the problem, Elizabeth. I make this smoothie and load it up. So it's got, it's got kale. It's got mint. It's got parsley. It's got mango, apple. Uh, they do suggest a scoop or two of protein powder. And I was okay. like, great. I make this thing. It was in the Vitamix, no lie, 64 ounces of this. And I was like, this is going to be the best. I love this day. I'm going to have so much smoothie in me. This is great. I'll never be hungry. You only make one for the whole day. And I thought I was going to make three of those throughout the day. Mm -hmm. You only make one, and then they tell you to slowly sip it. The reason they say to slowly sip, You want to control insulin spikes, which is similar to the net goal of something like intermittent fasting, which is trying to bring your insulin down so that it's not spiking like we got all this stuff. Just slowly sip throughout the day and when in doubt, sip again or have a glass of water. Um, so we're going to do this every Wednesday in June, except next Wednesday, Rocco, if we're both in New York, there's no way we're <laughs> cleansing in the Big well, Apple. Uh, I'm not going till Thursday. So, so. every
0: Wednesday oh. in June just turned into three Wednesdays, and there might be like another day. So you may do this like once or twice.
2: Okay. And, so, and hold then on. We'll so we I always thought I, I thought this was just like right a morning now. smoothie. Now this is a whole no. this is an all day smoothie. No, it's this the is whole, is a whole day. day. You don't oh even
0: understand, gosh. Rocco. You can't sign on to this stuff with Steve without under- <laughs> understanding the extreme nature. But wait a minute, you gotten yourself into? All like right.
1: now, Rocco, Rocco did intermittent fasting and put on like eleven pounds or something <laughs> like that. He bulked up. I don't know what he did, but he was you know bulking up. I am just suggesting this. It is one day. Is it pain? You bet your bottom dollar you're going to want to eat a table midway through the day. That being said, I I think it could be worth a test because I lost 6.4 pounds in one day. And then I lost two pounds the next day. I had lost so much so quickly that I was like, I'm a st- I'm not doing this third day. I'm wasting away. I mean, I was <laughs> down eight pounds all of a sudden. And you know what was good about it was it was like, I, I am convinced that these cleanses Get rid of some old leftover like fat and junk and stuff that's just sticking to like the inside walls of your rib cage. And it's like, we're getting out of here today.
0: That was, you texted me this um, link to this cleanse mm-hmm. after I told you that my <laughs> husband decided that he he learned about this new diet plan that he was totally about. It's the all chicken wing diet. Yes, and he's I like, like this it. guy. He's like, this guy on Instagram <laughs> lost like 60 pounds on the all chicken wing diet. I about yeah. fell off the couch when he yeah. told me this. And I was like, I got to text this to Steve. Like, yeah. I have to text this to Steve. And so then, of course, I group texted you and Jay. And I was and cleanse. Then you cleanse. And then you were replying with your cleanse, and um, and Jay liked his idea better than yours. Yeah, I, I don't, don't
1: blame know. him. Chicken wings <laughs> sound a lot better. Hey, by the way, join my talk in the St. Paul St. CHS field for Cat Video Festival 2022, Thursday, August 4th, presented by Origin Pet Foods. And uh, David with First Equity. It's going to be all sorts of fun. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for filling in. Watch her today at 3 o'clock on 5 Eyewitness News on Twin Cities Live. DJ Rock Lobster, thank you. We've got Colleen and Bradley both coming in next. You're listening to my talk.